Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is September 26th, 2022. This is the Fightful post-show podcast for WWE Monday Night Raw. We got plenty to talk about. Honestly, uh, the, the the White Rabbit tease that happened is conjured up some of the most DMs I've ever gotten about anything that I've ever covered on just an episode of Raw. Like, people are into this. I think everybody kind of knows where it's going, what it's doing. Fightful Select has a lot of cool stuff. I'll brag about that later on. We got Denise Salcedo here, and her voice is back. Denise, how you doing? I was going to say, do we know where it's going? Do we? Do we? Because yeah. late, well, I'm just Come saying on. there was a swerve today uh-huh. uh, going around on the Twitter theories. You know how well, let me tell you, work. It ain't Malachi Black. <laughs> it is not Malachi oh, Black. We could have milked it a little bit. Maybe got a couple of super chats out of that. Hey, listen, Sean. Got to put the business brain on. Get in those super chats. Get in those Humper Chats. We would greatly appreciate it. If you don't know what Humper Chats are, you go to HumperChats.com. You can leave a question or a statement while we're on the air, before we go on the air, really whenever, because we have shows every single night, Raw on Mondays, NXT Tuesdays, AEW Dynamite Wednesdays, Impact Thursdays, then SmackDown and Rampage on Fridays. And then throughout the week, we have great shows like Day After Dynamite with Bill Washington. We have The Spotlight. We have Listen Your Boy. We have Grapsity. And we got a couple interviews per week, including one that Scott Edwards dropped this week with Yuka Sakazaki. You're not going to see a lot of English-speaking sites with Yuka Sakazaki interviews. So check it out. Support that work. I am so happy about the level of work that Scott Edwards has been doing. He really brought something that was lacking uh, to Fightful. And as a result, if you subscribe to Fightful Select, you get that stuff early, in addition to all the other big scoops. Uh, Today, we had the Raw Rundown, which had a bit of a swerve, Denise. It said that Dewdrop would be facing Nikki A.S.H., 
WWE got they got slick on us. Candice LeRae is back. On any other night, it feels like that would have been like the big news coming out of this, and I still think it is. But we'll talk about it more then. But that's got to be the biggest thing to me that happened on this show was the return of Candice. I was going to say, damn, they didn't want the dirt sheet boy to get the scoop on Candice LeRae, man. I got it. I got it right before Raw. Well, from one person, but I can't run it with one person. I, it just doesn't work like that. Unless Wait, you're telling me you actually confirm and check your sources, Sean? Indeed I do. And then unless it's like, unless Candice LeRae hit me up and was like, hey, I'm about to debut type of thing. Or if it's like a high ranking official that, you know, isn't going to burn me. And then I got word about 15, 20 minutes before, and I was like, well, there's no time to, like, I can't write up a report. Like, what's the point, right? I'm not, I wasn't going to get any subscriptions off of that, so there was no point in doing it, but. Uh, so you got to clickbait it, Sean. You got to be like, mystery person coming into WWE, making I, debut tonight. So I tease them on Twitter, like, sometimes, sometimes hours before I'll post them. Yeah, because- actually, can I tell you, that makes me so mad, Sean, because I'll go to, like, the website, and or I go to my emails, because it's just easier for me to get, like, the emails, yeah. and I'm like, this isn't up here, and then I'm like, when did he go freaking post that tweet? Blame Reddit. <laughs> Blame Reddit. Me Listen. Off, Sean. I'm not even gonna tell you. I get so angry. Listen, aggregation's a part of the game, and I did it for a long time. But I mean, like there, there are some like engagement Twitter accounts or Reddit that just bam immediately will do it. So I'll tease it a while before and find a creative way to put it up there. That way, our subscribers get it first. But we got a super chat from Omar Diaz that says, "Denise, you lost. So when are you eating leather?" That's right. The hold Bengals. the phone. Hold the phone. We never made a bet. You fucked up, Sean. You no, never quick, actually quick, quick cursing. Quick, quick dropping f bombs on the air. Muted. First off, so as a result of Denise dropping f bombs and losing, it it will we be never a stipulation. It will be a stipulation of my choosing. And Denise, no, we I'm never gonna, decided on that. Sean. I'm going to see you in four days, Denise. Yeah, but we never decided on anything. You can't make a rule. <laughs> the stipulation is that Denise has to go to Cleveland and she can't leave. That's it. Oh, man. Yeah, well, you know what? Congratulations on beating, like, 75-year-old statue Joe Flacco. That's right. You know what? I'll take a win over Joe Flacco anytime I can get it. I said that for about 12 years. And uh, no white mic in sight. I thought about burning the shirt that you got me uh, for, for Twitter clicks. But you know what? I'm going to be there. Up. Come on, Sean. You got to get into the head headspace. I'm going to be there Thursday night for the Bengals-Dolphins game as well. I'm very excited for that. But, by the way, guys, send in your Super Chats. Send in your Humper Chats. That way we control Denise. But the the Bianca Belair promo kicked off WWE Raw, which led to Bianca defeating EO Sky. What a match. Jesus Christ. The quality of in-ring on Raw is just through the roof right now. There are like three matches this week. That would have been match of the night on most other Raws that we've seen for for a while. Now, there have been some periods where Raw got like this. Like at the start of the pandemic, when they had that amazing, like, Aleister Black-Apollo Cruz match. Then, you know, Riddle and Sheamus were going at it for a while. There have been some times, but this is, it's working too, Denise. People are tuning in and people are watching these shows. Do you... When you look and you see the in-ring adjusting this much, did you expect it to result in a an increase of viewership, or do you did you expect it to to adjust it at all? 
Well, you would expect so because what was the, one of the major problems or issues that we were having like prior to, you know, all of this, right? To all of these major changes. The biggest issue that we were seeing was rematches. Like, yeah. let's not forget what a big issue that was on the show. And so the fact that that's not something that we're like complaining about anymore, that is such a huge difference in the quality uh, and experience of watching Raw, to be honest. Uh, e e even though like, here's the thing, like, we got so many good matches here tonight. Like, they were good matches, right? Um, the only thing that I would say, though, is that I didn't personally love today's episode of Raw. And the reason for that is I feel like there wasn't that much, like, there wasn't that much that, like, if you were to tell me, like, hey, Denise, name five awesome things that happened on, on Raw today. I feel like I would only have a couple for you. Like, I feel like there needs to be more in terms of, like, bigger moments, more memorable moments thrown into the show as well. Because today's show, while we did get some good matches here and there and all of that good stuff, I felt like there wasn't that much of, like, that even... I even feel like really talking about, to be honest, I think they need to uh, do a lot more, especially given that obviously we're filling a whole three hours. Uh, EO Sky gets defeated by Bianca Belair. Just they work so good together. Like EO Sky, like just banger after banger that Triple H has has brought back. Like Hit Row is fitting great into their role. I think Cross and Scarlet are fitting great into their role. We saw Candice and Johnny working well too. But EO Sky, I think, has really like she has been the one that's kind of tied it all together because we haven't seen Dakota in the ring as much. She's been in like some more abbreviated spots, but EO Sky being in the ring and she doesn't have to be the top person right now. I think eventually she will be, but I think for this type of match, she was absolutely perfect. Yeah, she definitely was. You know, here's the thing, like uh, damage control and just everything that they've been doing with Bianca Belair and Asuka and Alexa, it's really added so much more to the show. And I know we're going to talk about Candice LeRae now, like later on, but really just like the women's division on Raw is getting to like a very exciting level where I feel like the women's division is is like the thing that I most look forward to on Raw every week. You know, obviously, aside from what they're doing with Seth Rollins and uh, Matt Riddle, aside from Seth Rollins, Matt Riddle, Kevin Owens on Raw, I feel like the women's division is all that to me is the most interesting parts of the show. Like everything else to me is interchangeable right now because I don't really love everything that they're doing with each and every single thing. But at least those things are the main focus for me, at least right now. Uh, in terms of, of EO, like that's the thing, like the people were, excited to see her uh when you know she came out and she had like this big moment and oh she's on the main roster now and this and that because she's the person that while she may not get the attention that Bailey does or the attention that Bianca does everybody that has seen her work knows that she is capable not just of like great in-ring moment like great in-ring matches but she's also capable of like these very special moments in the ring and I feel like whenever she's going to be given like those opportunities she's going to be the person that is going to stand out you know bring something different to the group um so I think it's all working they're all bringing like a different part like it's it's interesting but like I kind of see damage control each bringing something different like Bailey yes. to me she's the she's the leader She's the alpha female. She's the one, you know, she's she's the main one, right? EO to me is the one that's like could bring in like a special quality of a match. And that's not to say Bailey and Dakota can't, but I just feel like EO can bring something different in terms of like in ring wise. And Dakota to me, she's almost like 
I don't know how to expl explain it, but just like the way that she presents herself in terms of like the way that she dresses, to me, she's actually like the most, how do I explain it? Like the most like trendy one, the one that I feel if, if you have like a 15 year old girl tune into Raw, she's going to see Dakota Kai and be like, that's who I relate to in this group that like, I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah. that's kind of how I see all of their roles in damage control. KE775 says, feels like someone's going to turn on Bianca at Extreme Rules, or do you think I'm overthinking? Well, there's there's a lot of stuff in play right now with Candice coming back, and, I mean, she worked really great as a heel in uh, NXT. Becky Lynch, we don't know when she'll be back. Charlotte Flair, when will she be back? Sasha and Naomi, when will they be back? There are an awful lot of wild cards right now, so it, it's hard to say. Everyone's uh, guessing that it's going to be Alexa. Like I've been seeing it all over Twitter where there's a lot of theories that people sure. think it's going to be Alexa. I, I don't know. I don't think I feel as strongly about that. Uh, Tim Traver says, this is my last super chat. Going to be saving up money because I'm taking a trip to Virginia on Thanksgiving break or Christmas break. Well, buddy, we appreciate you no matter what. Uh, we Virginia appreciate your support. Virginia is for lovers. It is. It is. Uh, but uh, check out the Diecast Collective, my friends. Tim Traver, really uh, passionate about that. But we love you, Tim, regardless of if you can send Super Chats or not. The Line Drive says Extreme Rules, low-key looking like pay-per-view of the year. They definitely took some major leaps towards that tonight. Um, we got the Seth Rollins promo, and then Rollins defeated Rey Mysterio. How'd you feel about how, how Seth performed tonight? I mean, he is he's one of the tops right now. I liked all of this. This was all perfectly fine. Um, yeah. Given that I didn't really care to, like about Seth Rollins versus Rey Mysterio because this is obviously nothing new. So I really didn't care about it in terms of like that perspective. It was more so though that the, in the match itself was like everything was fine. It was whatever. Honestly, my biggest. It wasn't. It wasn't like even the top three match no, of the no. night. It was and, like whatever. To be honest, like there was like I'm trying to think of with those two. Yeah. Well, actually, hold on. No, because I was going to say, you know, there wasn't even anything memorable in that match, but I'm wrong. I'm actually wrong in this. Uh, Rey Mysterio, and this is obviously, you know, obviously expected from Rey, but Rey <laughs> seemed to just be like flying even further than he normally does. Like any, like when Seth Rollins threw him out of the ring, uh, he like, <laughs> he went in entirely, like he went so far, like he shooted off like a rocket, man. Uh, there were some good moments in terms of that, that I enjoyed seeing between Seth and Rey. Um, but the thing that I can't really get over though, is just like, when Dominic Mysterio came out and he had that whole interaction on the show and then he goes out and he sits in ringside and the crowd starts chanting, Dom is useless. Those chants literally like, ouch. I yeah. don't know how else to say it. It, it, it. It's something. Yeah, and I don't like another distraction finish, but I'll tell you what I do love. A Peruvian necktie finish. Like a lot of people, this is this is another move that isn't utilized a lot in professional wrestling. I mean, maybe virgins like the Koji Clutch and stuff like that. But uh, this reminds me an awful lot of when AJ Styles started to use the the calf crusher, the calf killer, in in wrestling. Like it's just, I wouldn't say it's a common move in MMA or jujitsu, but it's one that if you train for like any extended period of time, you're going to see it get pulled off, and you're going to learn how to do it. Uh, so it's, it is like the calf crusher in that regard and that 
if you train, you, you kind of know which way that that's going. I love him using that as uh, as the finish. I thought that was just really, really good. Commentary did a good job of putting it over as well. We got Johnny and Kevin Owens defeating the Alpha Academy. Again, good match, but it's it's one of those like on a, a loaded show of really, really good matches. Johnny and Kevin win. I got sold a ticket towards the end uh, because of another interference. But the cliffhanger DDT that Gable did, oh my God, I thought that was it, Denise. So are we not going to mention, like, okay, did anybody notice the shot that commentary threw to AEW during this? No, no, a lot of people, it? A lot of people missed this because it was like, you know, WWE, legitimately, they don't often throw shots. Like, if you're going to say who throws more shots, AEW or WWE, it's clearly AEW. So when they were, uh, I forgot, like, what led to this, but they were talking on commentary. And then Corey Graves literally told Byron Saxton, you should be hanging out in Reseda Saxton with all of the dorks. He literally oh said God. that. And I was like, oh shit. And I noticed that like a lot of people did not pick <laughs> I it up love on the it. timeline. I love it. And it's not, it's not like WWE throws shots at AEW every day. So it was definitely something where I thought, what? It caught my attention for sure. And they even let the moment sink because afterwards they didn't say anything. Like it was like dead silent for a couple of seconds. And then afterwards they were like, oh yeah, everybody in Southern California is probably insulted by that. Something like that they said about uh, Southern California and people being insulted by that. And I was like, okay, first of all, as a person from Southern California, I know why you're saying this because, you know, the Young Bucks and Reseda and all of that stuff. But you know what? I am insulted because there's more places than Reseda over here but obviously that's not the point the point is they were throwing a shot at the young bucks and aew so there you it. go I love shots it. fired <laughs> i love it this is another good match do you think we see kevin owens and johnny team up more or is this like a temporary thing because it's very clear that johnny and austin theory are going to have their match soon i would like them to team up for a little bit more you yeah. know, leading up to that. I don't see why not. That's perfectly like harmless. Like they were perfectly fine today uh, as a team. I loved uh, Kevin Owens's elbow to uh, oh, Otis so on the good. table. That was so really good. good. Nice little fun moment. In terms of like the last couple of weeks, I think, I don't want to say the last couple of weeks. This has been a while, but Kevin Owens has been putting on some tremendous work. Hey. This wasn't like the most memorable match in the last couple of months for Kevin Owens, but it was still good. Yeah, it was incredible. I, I like I mean, you don't have to have like five star match. If you sneak in that little table spot, there there are three other amazing, incredible matches. And not to say this one wasn't incredible. There were some really great spots. I will always love seeing the cliffhanger DDT. Love it. Uh, also, Otis and Braun delivered big in the ratings last week. Uh, they they drew 2.7 million for their match on SmackDown. They, they were the highest rated thing on the highest rated SmackDown since Christmas of 2020. So uh, they were delivered big as well. We got so district. I have a gift really quickly. Okay. I can tell when somebody gets a haircut, no matter what, whoever you are. I can always tell. Can I please? I want to know if Kevin Owens got a haircut. Okay. You didn't say anything about my haircut. I got a haircut. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Okay. No, your, you gift did. Is, your gift is No, no you didn't. I, I, I could tell like the fresh cut. Like, when did you get got, it? How many days ago? It's got to be like, no, it's got to be like within the first 24, 48 hours. I can't tell otherwise, <laughs> but it's my gift. I'm telling you. My God. 
my God. Distry says, everyone's talk is always talking about the dream WWE AEW matches. Mine's Rollins Omega. That is the marquee match we need in the next few years. I mean, to me, still the dream match, I would find a way to do Rollins, Reigns, Moxley. That's what I would still do. I don't even care that it's two WWE guys. That is the dream match to me for, for those three, at least. Uh, Lake says, how about them Cowboys? They can piss off. How about that one? Braun sends a death threat over the phone to Gable. So we're getting Gable versus Strowman uh, and Otis versus Gargano next week. These matches make sense. I'm cool with that. Card's uh, looking pretty good for next week for the yeah. most part. Omos crushes a couple of jobbers. Um, like I got a theory that maybe they're just setting up Omos for like like maybe Goldberg's going to come back and do one more in Saudi and he crushes Omos or something because I, I don't understand what this is for uh, at this point. I feel really bad, but when Omos came out tonight, I thought, damn, I haven't seen Omos in forever. Where has he been? But we did. He was on the last show where they were the, when he had the technical difficulty. We have seen yeah. Omos, and I forgot. I was like, where has Omos been? That's really bad. But they, they I kind of feel like they don't know what to do right now with Omos. They really yeah. don't. Well, I mean, it feels like they're they're setting him up to be knocked down. And I said it so many times on this show, Denise. I thought they fumbled him completely. It became very <laughs> evident very early on that whatever Vince thought he was going to be, he ain't that. He wasn't that. So what do you do? All right, you keep on pushing him. And then when it comes time for somebody to beat him, you set up a couple things. One, first person to knock him off his feet, first person to slam him, first person to beat him. All those three can be the same thing, but ideally slamming him, pinning him happen the same day. The old Andre the Giant method. But whatever he is, he's not that. Replace him with Sangha. With who? With Sangha. I like Sangha. He's a likable fella. He nearly is big. He nearly is big. But he's he's likable, though. We've got uh, DM saying, even uh, said Kevin Owens used the Scorpion Deathlock. Yes, and Distry says KO is the best. KO number one. Sammy is great, too. Oh, we'll be be, uh, going into that pretty soon. But yeah, on commentary, they alluded to a possible Braun Strowman feud with with omos if omos like dominated him that would if, if braun dominated him maybe that would work maybe that would work but you know what i'll tell you something that works our friends at z biotics your first drink of the night for a better tomorrow it's engineered by a team of phd microbiologists It's the probiotic drinks that breaks down the byproduct of alcohol, which is responsible for the rough mornings after drinking. You just have a Z-Biotics for the best results. Make it your first drink of the night. You drink responsibly, uh, get a good night's sleep, and then you enjoy tomorrow. Uh, You know, we got a wedding coming up this weekend. Myself and Denise will both be there. There will will be some beverages consumed by some people there. And I'm going to say, you know what, by golly? should try the Z-Biotics. It's the jam. Because if you get up the next day, you want that daily workout, you don't feel great, Z-Biotics has you covered. It's a pre-alcohol probiotic that is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings 
after drinking. Give Z-Biotics a try for yourself. Go to zbiotics.com slash Fightful. Get 15% off your first order when you use the code Fightful at checkout. And like all of our other great sponsors, backed with a 100% happiness money-back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. That's zbiotics.com slash Fightful. Use the code Fightful at checkout for 15% off. Zbiotics produces an enzyme to break that byproduct down when you drink. Alcohol gets converted into that toxic byproduct into the gut, and it is that byproduct, not dehydration, that is to blame for your rough next day. It's designed to work just like your liver, but in your gut where you need it the most. Just remember, drink zbiotics.com slash Fightful before your first drink of the night. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Sheldon Jackson says, at this point, I'm just like, give me an actual reunion of the Hurt Business. MVP, Shelton, Cedric, and Bobby put the Hurt Business in front of a crowd. Well, Denise, I would love that, but I think that that ship unfortunately sailed when they teased it, didn't do it, halfway brought it back, et cetera, et cetera. Bro, that ship came, went, came again, <laughs> went and came <laughs> so Damn. many times. 
It came a lot, Denise. It did. But now it's officially, well, I can't even say it's officially gone because I can see them yeah, popping up know. with this in like two months. All of a sudden, the Hurt Business is the thing again. That's why I used to get so mad, Sean. And I don't think I ever told you this, but I used to get so mad at you when you were like, the Hurt Business is back. And I'm like, who the hell cares that the Hurt Business I is back? They're going to be they gone great. again in like a week. They were great, though. Well, regardless, they were great for a long time, but then when they first broke them up and then they like decided to bring them back again and then broke them up again and then brought them back. At one point, I just stopped getting excited. Like after the first breakup, that was it. Well, anyway, Joel Wood says, Sean, in your expert opinion, Survivor Series in Boston, does Sasha return before Survivor Series at it after or not at all? Um, I... It's a shot in the dark. I'll say at it. But I mean, if there's, I haven't reported a thing about Sasha Banks and Naomi for like months and months and months. Cause I, I truly within the company haven't heard anything. I heard that Raj's story was accurate in that we've seen some very unusual severing of the ties between companies and performers because there are viable competitors now. So things are a little bit. A little bit more, uh, yeah. Loomis, Miz. We got security guards knocked out. Loomis pops up wearing an Edmonton Oilers jersey. Uh, as reported by FightfulSelect.com. Go subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. We you had reported a... the t-shirt? Oh, what yeah. The did Edmonton really? Oilers thing? Yeah, absolutely, I did. I said <laughs> there was going to be an Oilers get up tonight. <laughs> Uh, subscribe to Fightful Select. It's just five bucks, guys. I promise you it's worth it. I know some of you are like, but, but, but it gets leaked right after. What's the, what's the point? I promise you'll like it. Promise you'll like it. Five bucks, you'll go, damn, I was just five bucks, really? And I got it sent straight to my phone or my email? Oh, damn, there's six or seven podcasts a week, too? Wow, hot dog. Um, At this point, Denise, we know the motivation behind Dexter Loomis. He's in love with the Miz. Oh, it's a little more than that. It's you know it's all about life. But I do not co-sign this. But you agree with it. It's no, I don't agree with How it. Do you not agree with it? No, because I don't agree with it, bro. No, I do not. This storyline is so inappropriate. I don't even want to talk about it. But, you know it's all about but it's all right. happening. They're implying it heavily. They are. I know they are. But it's terrible. Why would they have to imply it? <laughs> the Miz is a married man with children. I don't think that matters to some it people. It matters. Well, it should matter. Yeah, but I don't know. It Denise. totally matters. But this was actually one of the best things that we saw in Raw today, though. So with that being said. But I mean, like at some point, Indy's got to show up and like pull him by the ear and be like, stay away from him. I mean, no, if I'm Indy Hartwell and I'm watching this, I'm like no longer talking to him at all. Like Dist write him off. Distry says that pun. I miss Adam Cole so damn much. I don't have a lot to say to this. I mean, it's they're funny. Because I like they that they they like have the the interesting ways to get Dexter Loomis there and you know be a creep, but it's the same thing we see every week at this point. Still, it's short, it's harmless. I don't mind it. Well, 
shout out. I mean, I don't know if I would say harmless if they're implying butt stuff and the man's being kidnapped. I don't know if I would say harmless, Sean. Shout out to the security guards because they did a phenomenal job of laying down. Yeah. Shout out to them. That's all uh, I got for this. Line Drive says, Dexter, the booty warrior, Loomis. Well, we do have something that's worth talking about. How Vicky- did Dexter Loomis go from being like in the number one romantic NXT storyline? Did you ever watch him in TNA? Yes, but the- I'm talking about WWE in particular. Yeah, but this ain't that far from, I mean, like they, they, he was a stalker in TNA. But Yes, but that's not the point though. The point, okay, whatever. I just don't support this kidnapping butt stuff stuff. Nikki A.S.H. Uh, internally was slated to face Dewdrop. That was a swerve, bro. Candice LeRae is back. That's great to see. She looks incredible. Makes you happy to see her back. You had to know that she was going to be back in WWE once Johnny showed up. And I, I would say normally, oh, that doesn't matter. People work in different places all the time. Well, now WWE can offer good money, good creative, and at least decent booked women's division. So she's back. She beats Nikki ASH pretty quick. Nerd Guru says Becky and Seth versus Candice and Johnny win. Oh, that'll be a banger whenever it happens. But uh, Denise, I think that one, I think Johnny made the right decision sitting out this entire time until Triple H took over. Candice did the right thing. And I mean, she was, you know, she's got a good relationship with the young buck. She was the only woman working PWG for a very, very long time. Uh, and she comes in, she gets a big win here. Later on, she pretty clearly aligns with the baby faces, but I'm just happy to see her back. Yeah, I was always curious why she, we never saw her go to the main roster a lot sooner. You know, she's, you know, cute. She's, you know, great. Vince, all of that Vince good stuff. Vince didn't get it. Vince didn't get it. That's what I was always told. It's weird, you know? But anyway, so good for her. You know, she's, uh, she has like a very, I don't know, I hate to say like cute, but she's very, very cute. So I'm excited to see like what she's going to do with the main roster girls. And to be honest, I'm more so just happy for options. Like, you have no idea. If you weren't watching Raw, like every single damn week. I do not know how to tell you this, but having options for people to wrestle with each other and options for fresh matchups is literally like a godsend to me right now. Like I'm so happy that we get, we're there's an opportunity now to get fresh new matches. Like, please, that's all I care about right now. I'm so happy to see this. She is a nice shot in the arm. SmackDown needs some more though. SmackDown needs some more people. SmackDown needs a whole lot, man. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, a they whole do. Lot. They need to hire like a bunch of people. I don't know what they need to do, but they need to add to that roster, man. So, I mean, if Becky came back, I, I would love to see her set up something on SmackDown with Ronda, assuming Ronda wins that title. But I'm just stoked to see Candace. Patrick says, with all the women in the division, hopefully they won't need to rely too much on surprise entrance in the Rumble. Uh, well, I mean... I'm okay with surprise entrance. I'm okay with that. They just, I don't want them to do it heavily. Like I think Wendy Chu would be amazing in the Royal rumble, like do a good comedy spot, come in there, beat some people up with some pillows, do some stuff like that. I think she'd be great. When I see Candace up, I'm like, okay, well, Andy Hartwell would make a lot of sense to bring up as well and put them in a tag team to compete for these tag team titles. So I hope so. Uh, Dream Ninja says the current women's roster on Raw: Rhea, Bianca, Oscar, Bliss, uh, Bailey, Io, Dakota, and now Candice. Holy crap! 
Triple H gave us an exceptional women's division. My heart is happy. SmackDown does need yeah. something, though. I prefer for for Candice to do her own thing. That's fair. Yeah, That's fair. I, I would prefer. I want to see something new. I don't want to see like the same old thing. I want to see. I want to see a different version of Candice that I haven't seen. You know, recently. Just something different. It's really Brian says we got Candice, Dakota, Bianca, EO on the main roster. War Games is going to hump. Hopefully we get Raquel and Shotzi in there too. I don't know if we need them necessarily involved in that, especially with all the pieces that might be coming back over the next month and a half. Because I think that you really should, if you're going to do the first women's War Games, it should be as loaded with huge names as possible. KE775 says, do you think WWE is planning any division or additions to the SmackDown women's division or will they rely on Bailey, EO, and Dakota to pull double duty? Well, you've got Bailey, EO, Dakota, which is a prominent act. You've got Liv and Ronda doing their thing. It is hard to believe that Charlotte or Becky aren't going to come back over to SmackDown. Very hard to believe. Uh, but also... Nikki took off her mask in the corner. This needs to be a rebirth of Nikki. We have seen this teased so much, the point where I'm like, wake me up when it actually happens, Denise. We've seen her, I'm getting serious. We've seen her sulking backstage. We've seen this. Like, let me know when it finally happens, because to me, it would have made a lot of sense for At Worlds Collide, that tag match to have been Piper Niven and Nikki Cross instead of Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H., right? Because that represents NXT and NXT UK, a lot more fairly than what they did, even though the match was good. Do you think that we're seeing anything here? KE775 says, do you think Nikki Cross is coming back? Know anything about Dewdrop? We haven't seen her in three weeks. I will ask about Dewdrop. Do you think we're getting Nikki Cross back? You know, I feel like they could definitely, they, I'll be real, they should do it. They should just bring yeah. Nikki Cross back. And the reason I say that is just because they've had a huge amount, a long time to do something with the Nikki A.S.H. character. And they really didn't. They really didn't do as much as they could have with that kind of character. And so for me, I think at this point, but here's the thing, like, I feel like you mentioned how this has like sort of been happening, then not happening. They've been like just slowly peeling this bandaid off. They need to make some, they need to make a drastic change. And when they do it, it needs to happen fast. It needs to be fast and quick. And that's it. Because if not, it's just, nobody's going to care anymore. I completely agree. Uh, Nerd Guru says, I don't mind if Charlotte's back, but, can, but she can go on SmackDown, whatever. I don't want her anywhere near this damage control stuff. She would suck the air right out of it. Well, I mean, I disagree to, with that. Well, She's I hate to tell you man. also, I mean, damage controls on both shows right now. <laughs> so. guys. I think Charlotte, you know, no matter what program, like she's a great heel. Like she just gets that like heat and all of that good stuff. I feel like so many people dislike Charlotte, but I do think that there's a, gr a good way to incorporate her wherever, you know, they put her. Like if she were to do something with damage control, I would like it. Sure. I feel like mean girls on mean girls. Michael Key know. says butt stuff match at Extreme <laughs> Rules. Oh, God. <laughs> oh jesus oh man Sami Zayn defeated aj styles in an absolute slapper denise this match humped so hard sammy is has been such a character over the past few years that you forget what he can do in the ring uh and i mean oh no i never forgot no, do I mean, not put me on that list, Sean. I never forgot. Well, I mean, he 
he's around, he wrestles with like his shirt on and all that stuff. He's very much like, he wasn't like portrayed as like a workhorse guy. No, he wasn't. And that's been the case for years and years and years now at this bet. Like I remember the last like big match that stood out to me from Sami Zayn where I was like, oh my God, holy shit. Uh, well, obviously the Fatal Five way. But I mean, like there, there was the Jeff Hardy, AJ. The triple threat. Th- that ladder match was just incredible. And then he had That's the last, the I was last man standing with Kevin Owens. But then it's always like these long periods of where he's a character. And he's so good at it. And then he's like, oh, you know what? I'm going to do a deadlift orange crush bomb. I think it's one of the best moves in wrestling. He's so goddamn good. He's incredible. Um, these two worked so fantastically well together. Uh, Distry says, Sammy Nakamura, take over Dallas. Never forget. Oh, that was incredible because Sammy stood no chance of winning. I didn't think he was going to win, and it was still one of the best matches I saw all year long. Denise, this was incredible. This is what I want to see on Monday Night Raw. This was, the, well, when they promoted it, when they announced it, I was like, oh, hell yeah. Like, this is exactly what, like you said, what you want to see on Raw. And especially given up, given, given that it's following that big moment that happened on SmackDown with Roman Reigns when everybody loved it and everybody's talking about it and all that good stuff. To follow it up with this match, I thought was definitely like a good way to go. I feel like this is the, this is the time to change the perception on Sami Zayn. And by that, I mean that he doesn't have to stop being Sami Zayn, but let him go out there. And like you said, go out there and do this like do the matches that we know that he can do and just keep it going man like keep it going uh he should not be like you know always a tier below like the top guys like he should be up there and I feel like if the last like even just like even if you were just judging like the recent stuff that he's been doing with the bloodline too right now that's like enough to basically tell you like hey like the fans they want to see more Sami Zayn like this is it like I feel this is the period to like you know, pull the plug. Some of the best wrestling TV that I've seen is just Sami Zayn. And even that wrestling match that he had with Johnny Knoxville, it was a totally different match and it was so freaking entertaining. And it was like, not, you know, not what you would expect. Right. But it was so much fun. Uh, But like, this has been so good. And one of my favorite parts is Solo Sokoa. Just being down for Sammy. Like when, they were like clowning him. Ricochet and Moss were like, you're not really a part of the group. And then Solo showed up and was like, yeah, bitch, he is. And Solo is there with him again tonight. That is such an amazing touch. Graham says, does AJ get one more world title run? Uh, if they split the titles back, I think it's absolutely possible. I think he, he could. I don't know if it'd be a long one, but I think he could. So AJ could win the title any given night. And I don't think anybody would be like, oh, that sucks. God, but right now, like with Roman having the Not titles, right I just, no, I know, but I'm just saying it just feels so far away though. Yeah. Like just to imagine like AJ Styles as champion right now feels so far away. I think there's a good story they can tell though. KE775 says, do you think Sammy is kicked out of the bloodline before or after Survivor Series? Wondering if he'll fight with or against them in more games. Maybe I think he- During? Survivor Series? Yeah, I, I think, honestly, I, I think maybe Sammy could turn it turn on them at... And I think it's important that Sammy turns on them at Survivor Series or around then for a couple reasons. Sammy is very sympathetic, but he has to show some spine and some backbone throughout all this. He's, he's, he can't just be like, 
always getting his ass whipped, getting his ass whipped, getting disrespected. He's a part of the group now. They have firmly entrenched that. He is to be respected now. This is well beyond a joke. Like Roman sees him as a part of the actual group now and Solo's there. But you've got Jay, Jimmy, Solo, Roman, Zane. That's a perfect five right there. I think you go with that. Well, it would be, I think, the bigger, like, I think it would be more shocking if they had Sami Zayn do the turn because everybody's expecting it to be the bloodline. So I do think it would be, like, just for more of a shock factor, Sami Zayn turning. I like that idea. Yeah. We have N. Simmons saying, I don't care what anyone says, Sami has to be the one uh, to beat Roman, especially after the turn when it happens. Would you Cody, be mad? I wouldn't be mad. No, no, not at all. I, I think that Sami is one of the best performers on the planet right now. And uh, you know what? Adrian Neville was nowhere near the monster that Roman Reigns is. And one of my favorite matches that i've ever seen was zane the underdog sammy zane who was way bigger than neville beating him for the title you want to talk about a, an amazing underdog story that would be a very special moment but um after the match and balor comes out after sammy zane beats him but finn balor is in aj's face Joel Wood says, do good brothers come out and help AJ against Judgment Day, or is that unlikely at this point? I don't think it's impossible, but they do have some New Japan commitments. Um, and admittedly, I keep hitting them up, and they're like, oh, we're going to talk soon, buddy. We're going to talk soon, buddy. We'll see. But AJ flips them off. It would make an awful lot of sense for the good brothers to show up, Denise. Yeah, it would. I mean, like, there was so much that they can do there. Let's be real. Triple H owes them one. He really does owe him one. After, <laughs> yeah. And for those of you who don't know what I mean, Carl uh, Anderson, when he got released from WWE, said that uh, when he he and Gallows were deciding should they leave for AEW, should they take the Impact offer, or should they re-sign with WWE, the Triple H said, you know, I think about you and your family, and I wonder if this AEW thing will even be around in a few years. Well. Not only would AEW still be around, they would still be under contract because Tony Khan doesn't cut people like in that regard. Uh, fortunately for them, to some degree, Impact was like, we'll give you the same deal we offered. But um, I feel like Triple H, he didn't cut him. He would have kept him if he could. But yeah. we've got Trey saying the potential story that WWE has with Sammy and the Bloodline split up is going to be the best storyline in years if done right. And Denise, I have much more confidence in them to do it right than I would have before. Because in the past, when something good like this would arise, I'd be like, oh man, how are they going to screw this up? And I feel confident and excited now. Yeah, honestly, I think that was like the mentality across the board prior. Like, how are they going to mess this up? How are they going to make us the most possible, like the angriest possible? <laughs> Or like the lamest, dumbest thing. I feel bad, but that was like the train of thought. We have a variety of super chats. LJ says to Neil Dashwood to SmackDown. I think she'd be a good shot in the arm for them too. I think that, that she would be a good addition. Shock G says any word on an Alexander Wolf return to WWE and Imperium. Don't know if that's high on their 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 priority list, but I like Alexander Wolf. I think that he had one of the best breakout 
takeover performances ever, uh, along with Sanity. Nicholas Olson says, I would love for AJ to join Judgment Day, then have Good Brothers come back into WWE. Judgment Aww. Day becomes the emo branch of Bullet Club. I do not want to see AJ Styles join the Judgment Day. No. I will riot. I'm sorry. I will riot. I, I would like to see Finn Balor's allegiance called into questions because the Good Brothers are his guys. Shot G says, uh, Sean Winter FTR's contract's up. Do you think WWE will give them a limited schedule if they want? Yes, I do think WWE would give them a limited schedule. Their deals are up next spring, summer-ish uh, around there. WWE did reach out to them. Uh, as reported by FightfulSelect.com, we have clarification on a lot of people and if WWE reached out to them. Keith Lee, Swerve, uh, Malachi Black, FTR, Miro, a lot of stuff like that. FightfulSelect.com. Head over there, get exclusive news and podcasts. Riddle defeated Damian Priest. They have some special kind of chemistry. They did the low-key Amazing Red Matrix spot. Now, low-key and Amazing Red are both like five foot seven, five foot eight, maybe, and about 170 pounds when they did this 20 years ago. And for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, seek out uh, that match and, and like that they had, I can't remember what it was. I think it was ROH, but they redid this spot here. You can tell that these two have worked together an awful lot. And I mean, they're around each other daily. They live together for the love of God. Like these two guys literally live together. I don't know if they still do, but they did. Uh, Denise, it showed here. Riddle ended up getting the win with a spladle. I love that. A good pin pinning a good wrestler. I know some people say, oh, that's sneaky. I disagree. When Bret Hart beat Diesel at Survivor Series 95 when I was little, I was like, oh my God, that's how he did it. He's just better at pinning people. Um, Denise, I thought this was was really good. Of course, there's interference. It's a Triple H-led show. You know the drill, but damn, what a match. This was definitely one of the best matches that we've gotten to see recently with uh, with Damian Priest. I thought he did a phenomenal, phenomenal job with here with Matt Riddle. Uh, there was a moment where he was grabbing him and he was like, how are you dare you try to embarrass me on, on my, my birthday? birthday. <laughs> I died. That I died amazing. over. I loved that. That was so funny. <laughs> that was hilarious. Um, There was a lot that I loved from this. Uh, awesome clothesline from Priest that I enjoyed. All the, the the knees, the uh, the knees, the strikes from Matt Riddle. I mean, I feel like I say this in like all his matches, but to be honest, it's something that each and every single match are like, oh shit, I sort of got it's harder than the last time he did it. Um, so that's pretty much like this match was a main event match. Um, the finish, I wasn't as totally crazy about it as maybe you were, because I did kind of feel like it was just a little bit too like like a little bit too abrupt but whatever it was fine uh obviously you know with the beat down afterwards i just kind of like <sighs> i thought this was a good main event and it was needed mm -hmm. i still feel like the judgment day needs a lot of help in terms of making them look like a dominant team and they, so they, those promos when edge was in control were so bad and they just haven't gotten better the material they're given backstage like 619 more like 619 i'm like what bro what? i'm struggling right now to take them a little bit seriously but 
That's like, obviously I knew Riddle had to win this match. You know, I knew that, but let's say if Priest would have won this, I wouldn't have hated it just because I feel like they need it. And then the numbers game, but this was largely a vehicle to set up the return of edge. Edge came back, hit spears all around, says me, you, I quit match Edmonton. What Denise? Nothing. Continue on. No, no, go ahead. Like, I'm excited to see Edge versus Finn Balor. I think it'll be good. I'm just not as excited as maybe other people are. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, what he should, why didn't he come in and just spear Dominic? Like, out of everybody in the group, I get it. Like, they're setting up the match with Finn Balor, but he should have just came in and just speared Dominic. They need to have another match, and Edge has to beat the absolute dog shit out of him. I would love it if Ray beat the absolute dog shit out of him. Because what we haven't ever really seen out of Ray is a sustained squash. Like, we saw him squash, like, JBL, like, punching the bully in the nose. But, I mean, like, I would love to see Ray beat the absolute shit out of Dom for, like, seven, eight minutes and beat him. Like, I want that. That would be the most realistic thing ever. It'd be great. But, that's the, but the problem is, though, Sean, that Dominic would be getting beat for seven minutes and he would have the same facial expression for all seven minutes. Yeah, I know. I know. Reductive says, Denise, you live in Hollywood, L.A. It doesn't matter. Well, I don't know what that's in reference to, but I'll tell you what. Oh, no matter where, about Reseda, the Reseda oh, thing. Oh, no matter where Denise lives, whether she's in Reseda or LA or she'll be in in Cleveland. Shut up, Denise. She'll be in Cleveland this weekend. I'm in Lexington right now. You can enjoy nordvpn.com slash fightful. And they got three great tiers. You can get a VPN, a pass or a locker or all three, but that's not it. Four additional months free and a 30 day money back guarantee. So my favorite things about our sponsors, they know that you're going to love their product. If not, they offer a money back guarantee. You can get online threat protection, block annoying pop-up ads, malware, and online trackers. And you change your virtual location with just one click. You get access to a lot more content, wrestling content, MMA content. You can get pay-per-views much more affordably than you would if you didn't use NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Change your virtual location to somewhere like New Zealand, Lithuania. Get access to a lot more services than you would have without nordvpn.com slash fightful and how about this it works on all your devices all of them phone laptop desktop pc all that good stuff browse safely browse securely nordvpn.com slash fightful i use this every single day i love it hit me up on twitter if you use nordvpn let them know too leave a thumbs up guys we are heading down the home stretch but we saved the main event White Rabbit. And uh, there is some wild lore, reckless speculation here. We're going to go through it. Line Drive says, you know, everyone's obsessed with the White Rabbit. Didn't think anybody get that excited about Peter coming into the Fed. I get it. Peter Rabbit. Name says, the depth of this White Rabbit thing is insane. No way it isn't Bray. I completely agree. And um, I mean, FightfulSelect.com reported last week. We believe he's on the way into the company. Um, didn't hear anything about the Freddie Friends outfit finally signing him. Alex says, thoughts on a Bray Wyatt Cody Mania program? Not if there's lore, Denise. I don't want to see Cody Rhodes tied up in the lore. I don't want that. Uh, now, if this is more rooted in reality, 
If this is more like 2013, 2014 Bray Wyatt, I just don't want to see all the goofy bullshit. I don't. I mean, I will continue on. Jordan says a picture surfaced a month ago uh, or two of Marty Skrull training with Riddle and Nakamura. Any chance the white rabbit is Skrull? Let me tell you, Jordan, literally, I stand a better chance of being the white rabbit than Marty Skrull right now. There, uh, WWE would call Denise to be the white rabbit way before Marty Skrull. Aaron says Bray Wyatt got us watching WWE for clues the same way Marvel had us watching WandaVision. Such good stuff. That is that is a good point. Like they're they're conjuring up interest in this, Denise. Well, it depends on who you ask. Well, that's true. I, look, I know this is working for a lot of people. So I'm so glad this is working for a lot of people. I'm glad that it's trending. I'm glad people are talking about it. I'm so happy for everybody. But I'm not this. This is not I'm not the demo for this. This is not a, a Denise thing. This is not a me thing. I'm not the person that's going to scan QR codes and find, you know, X and Y coordinates and tag and source the thing and find out it links to Malachi Black's song and and go on. the. T- I went on the TikTok page. Actually, sue me. I went on the TikTok page. I'm not the person as, as reported by FIFLselect.com that it would be a TikTok thing tonight. Um, I'm just not this kind of viewer, but I recognize that there's a lot of people like that. So I'm glad that this is hitting for the majority of people. I'm more of the person that I'm just going to sit and wait and see when the moment actually happens. I care more about the actual like debut, the actual physical moment than the digital portion leading up to it. But I do appreciate the creativity and I'm seeing it all over my timeline. So it's clearly working. Jambeard says, I think the Corbin stuff with the White Rabbit is the next hint that happens during a Corbin segment. So there were co- there was a zip code, and it leads to Corbin, Kentucky. So they do run shows in Corbin, Kentucky, just not very often. He beat The Miz there once, but uh, Baron Corbin was the last person that he wrestled before Bray became The Fiend. So maybe that's something. Uh, said this is your Snickers- time to shine, Sean. Kentucky? Like, I, mean, I've, I have everything. never been to Corbin, Kentucky. Ever. Today was the first day I heard of it. So, I mean, there you go. Um, said Snooka says, look up game theory by roots uh, and look at lyrics. I'll have. Oh, there uh, was just lyrics that connect to Malachi Black. Is that what he's talking about? Because I think I saw that on Twitter. Okay. So, listen, listen, listen. Ah, let me say it. Let me say it to these, damn. Because you're, you're blowing right through it. There was an HTML code on the website. It was Malachi Black's lyrics. There you go. I literally just said that. Yeah, I know. But you, you didn't. You didn't explain it whatsoever. And I said it connected to Malachi Black's lyrics. And then you said the same thing with different words. Anti and Brick says, who do you think Bray feuds with once coming in? That's a good question. Who do you think Bray, uh, as I as I fix my my mouse, which is dead, so... I won't be able to stop the show if I don't fix this. But, so uh, I'm wondering, it depends, because obviously we don't know if he's going on Raw or on SmackDown. So if he's going on SmackDown, let's, okay, I don't know if he's going on Raw or SmackDown, but if he were to go to SmackDown, God, I kind of would want to see something with the only person that kind of feels like they really kind of have anything going on. And I would say Drew McIntyre. 
on SmackDown? Yeah. That Drew seems McIntyre? Like, it seems like Drew would be the kind of person they'd rope into that stuff. Because Cross, Cross, I feel like it would be like, they're just getting him going, like the ball rolling with Cross. So I feel like to pull any momentum from Cross would be a huge disservice. So I feel like this would not benefit him right now in the stage where he's at. On Raw, and Raw, there's a lot more options. Yeah, and They'd probably put him in there with Chad Gable. That yeah, I wouldn't hate. No. And the thing is, I don't think that uh, this is. I, I feel like that's the type of thing that they would just put Drew in. You know, hey, here you go. Here's some spooky stuff, Drew. Make the best of it. Who would they do it with on Raw? I'm thinking of some like options here. <sighs> Kevin Owens and make him go crazy again, like they did with. Uh, with a uh, Alrod Elias, uh, perhaps, perhaps that would make sense. Well, it, actually, it wouldn't make sense whatsoever. No, it wouldn't. But they would do it. Um, Whoever it'd be, they'd be starting fresh here. Uh, yeah, he out. did have Cody Rhodes in that clip, that TikTok video. Yes. By the way, uh, Luis, my mouse doesn't work. I can't click that link. Jambeard says, uh, "I know it's a bit of a stretch, but the four zero seven zero one, it's a date." Uh, as a date, it's April 7th, 2001. The date has the Chinese zodiac of a snake and is also under the Aries star, both connected to Orton, who connects to why I would be shocked. I would be shocked if it were that, Jambeard. I'm sorry, buddy. That ain't it. Since Although I do appreciate him switching it into a date versus a zip code because that was where my brain initially went with that whole 40701 thing. Um, said Suka says Bray is a super genius. There's a YouTube channel called White Rabbit Records, uh, one with the song and one with the zip so, zip code for tonight, uh, with other zip codes that say lead you to Bray, Oklahoma. Yeah, there are a lot of hints that indicate the Corbin thing. Somebody said there's there's a Wyndham Corbin hotel. hotel. There's White Rabbit Records there as well. Like there are some some things. What does the rabbit symbolize? What is the symbol of a rabbit? Like, what does the rabbit I mean? Know. I just feel like that. I mean, if we're decoding here, I mean, we're talking about freaking zip codes and all of this stuff. And the white rabbit is clearly like the number one thing. Shouldn't we like talk about what the hell the rabbit signifies? Perhaps. I don't know. I guess so. We Are got you into Michael- decoder, Sean? Are you into this stuff? I'm not. Michael Bolligar says, Denise, sour grapes, sour graps with these takes. I don't think so. I mean, the Bray stuff just isn't isn't for some people. There were there was a period where I was like just completely fed up with that stuff, but it was the bad booking that surrounded it. That's that's ultimately what it was. Uh, we've got 30 Undertaker 313 saying, Can somebody explain if Alistair Black is released or still with AEW? Any correlation to the White Rabbit hints or lyrics? I was talking to some people that say they expect Malachi Black to be back in AEW eventually, but um, that's why I said it was sort of like a conditional release. Like he can go do indies and stuff if he wants, but he he ain't going to WWE. Like there's no, there's none of that. It, it ain't happening. Uh, one says I'm loving the ARG stuff with the White Rabbit. Reminds me of the viral marketing campaign for Cloverfield, if anyone remembers that. Are you a Cloverfield fan? No. Really? Is that the thing that was on Netflix? Yeah, but that one wasn't great. That one wasn't great at all, um, if I remember right. There were a couple that were good. Maybe the one in the bunker. 
it's really Brian says happy birthday to Alex Palowski, Oscar, and Damian Priest. Going to the last SmackDown of the year in Tampa, so hopefully we'll get Bray then. I swear he's taking longer to come than Veer. I don't know. I don't think it's been that long. I just think that a lot of people expected SmackDown and it didn't happen. Also, well, in the URL today, there were uh, it was nine thirty, which is the day to SmackDown. YRG or something, uh, which is the Winnipeg airport. So we're we're gonna get more hints. That's what's gonna happen. His TikTok name is underscore come with me. Damn. Uh, Ryan Martin says, I don't know if this was asked yet, but what percentage would you put Bray Wyatt returning out of this white rabbit stuff? It's so out of the box. It can only come from his brain. It ain't all just him, by the way. Um, he's got, if, if it's him, he's got some help, but I'm putting it at 90% because if it's anybody else, Denise, if it happened to be Malachi Black, I do think that some people would be like, wow, that's big because he's coming from AEW. But I think it's got to be Bray. Just timing wise, it doesn't make sense for it to be Malachi Black. Exactly, and he can't he can't go over there. They ain't cutting him in that in that regard anyway. So, Aiko Five says Rabbit equals Allison Wonderland Wonderland going down a hole. And uh, Jay says I think Bray will be doing something with Allison Wonderland. That's the White Rabbit. Uh, See, Wrestle- I knew it had to mean something. Wrestle Kingdom says. Um, did you guys see there was a Blackbird in the back of Alexa's dirt Alexa segment when they were do, with damage control on Candace backstage? I saw people at least um, speculating on that and bringing that up. Like, like, oh, was, was that the buzzard? Was that the lantern? Was there a Blackbird? I definitely saw that. Ben Suka says, uh, well, yeah, I can't. Again, uh, Luis, as I noted, I can't read those lyrics. My mouse isn't working. Need you to post the lyrics here, the pertinent ones. Jambeard says, do you think the QR code stuff for Zoe Stark was a test run for the White Rabbit to see how many people would play detective with it? That was lame. Yeah. And it didn't even make sense in the story. Yeah, that one was not a good test. Whoever decided that one was just not, just not the right, it wasn't the right call. But yeah, I think it was a test run. I will say this too. I also didn't like the flash QR because a QR that comes up so fast, like you have to like rewind and go back and yeah. get that. Cause by the time you get your phone, you, you swipe it, you find your camera and you actually scan it. Like the moment's gone. So people had to probably like pause, rewind and get the QR thing. But anyways, the Zoe Stark thing was kind of lame. Yeah. Distry says, holy crap, I share a birthday with Alex, Oscar, and Damien. Well, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Um, we've got a super chat or humper chat that says, we may be happy or disappointed when the White Rabbit stuff actually happens. Uh, I still think it's Bray, but we all know that if Vince was still here, he would have used it to, to promote an upcoming bunny superhero starring Eva Marie. Oh, gosh oh gosh and we got michael Keith saying if we're talking alice in wonderland let's not forget the queen of hearts natalia is the white rabbit confirmed you're welcome (laughs) i is great reductive says it was a reference to the butt stuff with miz and loomis being married with a family doesn't matter especially in la and hollywood okay that's wait say that again somebody said uh the la hollywood reference that to you which i shouldn't have to explain it this much kind of undermines it 
but is in reference to not that stuff not mattering in LA. Oh, um, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Joel Wood says, I'm glad Ed returned tonight to at least we can give or we can finally end this stupid speculation. I've seen that he was behind it. If they had him be behind it after they also had him with the the cryptic videos, Denise, woof, that would be terrible. Yeah, completely agree on that. Also, Sean, have you seen Alice in Wonderland? Years and years ago, yeah. Oh, okay. Years and years ago. Uh, as we wrap up, I got the lyrics to the Roots thing. It's not necessarily related to the White Rabbit. It says, this is a game. I'm your specimen. Well, Denise, hit the bricks. Give us your plugs. Twitter and Instagram, at underscore Denise Salcedo. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. And uh, look, check me out. Check is me that out, you? It's me. Why? Are, this is creepy. Because it's the only way I can end the show. <laughs> this is creepy. Orlando says. This is literally my first nightmare. From WWE PC with the hurricane. No. <laughs> do a skit, Sean. Do a I'm skit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, do a skit We're or out. something. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.